What kind of freedoms does homeschooling and flexibilities does it give to you in your life? Well, I am glad that you asked that question because there are so many. Are there? Yes. Do tell. Do tell. So having the availability to take a day, go to my friend's house, mm -hmm. take a day, go to the park, yeah. go to the pool, mm -hmm. being able to just being able to not be on a certain schedule is really nice. Mm -hmm. Whenever we're busy with other things, I don't have to show up on a certain time to school and not be available to help. Hey y'all, put on your boots, grab your headphones, and let's get a little muddy as we build a community rooted in the love of dirt roads for the dust or mud. Welcome to the Dust or Mud Podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Duster Mud Podcast, episode number 12. Um, today, we have a special guest with us again, and it is not who I said it was going to be last week. Nope. It, we had to do a schedule, kind of switcheroo, and Rebecca, who was going to be on here, she's going to be on next week, uh, she had some scheduling issues, so we quickly said, hey, Michaela, want to be on the podcast? And I said, Sure do. <laughs> <laughs> Good. So anyway, we have Michaela here. But before we get to Michaela, yeah, last week episode eleven was um, a deep dive with Tim Arbiter, the Marines Ark. His uh, talking about his journey to the Ozarks, and uh, wow, what an awesome conversation we had. Man, we we went all into finances and gold and. Fiat currency. It was quite an education. Actually, it was such an education that I got some text messages from one of our daughters who lives overseas, adult, has kids, married, and she's like, I was having to stop about every five minutes and tell my husband, did you know? Did you know? And why do we know this stuff? Yeah. And just the, man, we should have gotten this information before we were allowed to go out and be a, an adult. <laughs> right. So she had me laughing and... Point being, there was a lot of good information and education for everybody. Yeah. If you have not listened to episode 11 and you want to learn a little bit about inflation, how inflation works, how they calculate it, and maybe even some of the gold, how what the, what happened with the dollar and when, he's just a wealth of information. So yeah. go back and take a look at episode 11 um, with Mr. Tim. Yeah, for sure. That brings us to today. Yeah. Episode 12 with Michaela. It does. Michaela? Hi. Hi. So we have to do a farm update. Yeah. It, yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's do let's do a quick farm update. Michaela, do you have anything? You farm? I do farm. Um Well, the big pigs are gone, which is very exciting. Yeah, we took the <laughs> hogs to the processor today, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was a relief to drive down there and not see them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is always nice when we harvest some animals and get some going that you don't have to feed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They once they get big, they start getting a little bit rude, especially when it comes time to feed. Yeah. What once we got rid of that first five, it got a lot easier for yeah. me. They didn't try to bite my hand off. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> that was nice. Yeah. yeah. It's always nice when pigs don't. Act like that. Yeah. yeah. And while we were at the processor, we picked up the lamb that we dropped off two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. So we put just under 200 pounds of lamb in the freezer. Wow. Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, and it's we tasted some this last weekend, and it was amazing. Yeah. Really, really good. Super proud of that. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow, we've got a big project starting. Yeah, so over the next three days, we're going to be processing our meat birds, the beef chickens, as Michaela coined them. Beef chickens. Yeah. Trademarked. So. That's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll be doing that over the next few days, uh, getting them taken care of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's going to be very quite a project. Exciting. Yeah. Well, one yeah. of the things that we're going to do is we're going to cut some up this time. Instead of just doing everything whole, we will be offering breasts and thighs and legs and wings yeah. and getting those packaged up. So this is kind of a new venture, and we don't really exactly know. The process and everything so there's going to be a little bit of a learning curve definitely going to take a little bit longer than usual yeah uh yeah we'll have to get into our rhythm again that's true yes new rhythm new rhythm <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then also this week we went out one morning and shell was like what is that over there yeah so two of our female livestock guardian dogs did their job yeah, they did. Finally. <laughs> I feel like they may do their job every day. We just they don't, do. there's no evidence of it. No, they but do this a good time, job. Yeah, they took out two two raccoons for us. Really? Which, yeah, yeah, yeah. Raccoons can really. They wreak havoc, especially with birds. With chick- yes, with our poultry. They can really. Ducks. So we were super, yeah. we were really, really, really happy to see that. Yeah, they did a good girls. job. Yeah. You didn't tell me about that one. They killed two. <laughs> two. 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 That's, mm-hmm. that's impressive. Yeah, it, it is. is impressive. Yeah, Gonala yeah. and Missy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so does that cover the farm? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, uh, I think that's good. I, I think so. Getting into winter mode. We're starting to make our plans towards how we're going to operate yeah. over the cold times. We don't move some of the animals at all as much as we normally do. Everybody sort of stays stationary and we bring things to them. Um, they move a little bit, but not too much. So we're kind of sort of gearing up and setting up our mindset towards that with hay feeding and, and setting such other things. Yeah. So yeah. It's, kind of, it's always exciting to move into a new season. Yeah. We've had a few days of frost already down into the 30s this morning. So. Yeah. It was yeah. really nice. I got to wear my coveralls <laughs> there with yeah. a hat. But my nice. question, did they fit? We're going to need some new They ones. are... Lengthwise, they fit perfectly fine, but yeah. they are very tight whenever I even lift my leg. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe we'll have to get some new ones because we grow, don't we? Yeah. Yes. Good. Okay. Definitely was shorter. Then. So what are you here to talk about today? Homeschooling and uh, my journey from public school. Nice. So we, as you know, food, freedom, farming is really our focus for the podcast. And um, as we uh, started diving into this episode, we really were interested in the freedom of homeschooling and how how homeschooling provides for freedom and how we can teach freedom. Like it really, really just sort of tied together for mm-hmm. me, the, the homeschooling and the freedom. And so we couldn't come up with a better guest to have on the podcast to talk about homeschooling and freedom than somebody that's actually experiencing it that's doing it. <laughs> so for the last, um, I don't know, five years. Yeah. Has it been? Took a little break right there, but Yeah. <clears throat> that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about your your homeschooling journey. journey. Yeah, your whole experience. Well you haven't always been homeschooled. I have not. I was in public school for the first three 
You were in private school. Private school. For kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, and then went to public school first grade. I first grade. Uh, very, yeah. very stressful for a first grader. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Um, the whole environment was really, was hard for me. Um, it was a lot having to get up yeah. whenever someone says get up is difficult for a first grader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, having to get a watch just to look at the time isn't the best thing, I would guess. Yeah. Um, some parts were really fun to go outside, hang out with my friends. The projects, the science projects were fun, um, as always. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but... It was very stressful having to wake up in the morning and falling asleep, having that gut-wrenching feeling that I have to wake up and go do that again. Do you remember which days specifically that was the worst? I do. Monday. And why was that? Why was Monday evening or Monday night the worst night for you? My computer class, my computer class teacher, I should say. Yeah, that was on Tuesdays, wasn't it? Oh, oh yeah. I don't specifically remember Monday. I just remember not liking going at all. Hmm. So my computer class teacher was not the best to children. Yeah. She was like a cranky old librarian. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. All the librarians out there. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, yeah, so you didn't like that computer teacher that was very, very, very stressful experience for you. And that sort of led us and our hearts down a path to try to figure out something else. We ran into some scheduling problems whenever you were in first grade because all of your sisters were a little older. We had to go to a lot of events and then we were getting letters of, you know, you're missing too many days. And and so it all just sort of came together. But you're not the first one to have been homeschooled. You're the, there was four in the making. <laughs> that's right. There were four other ones, and they were homeschooled for quite a number of years, just depending on who you ask because of their different ages. Yeah, and when when we made the decision to homeschool the others, uh, lots of lots of reasons why, but we went and um, took Rebecca, the oldest, out of school, and the 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 feeling of freedom that we experienced when we made that decision mm-hmm. and walked out of the school with her records. And now she, like, there was this feeling that she now belonged to us, Yeah, that she didn't belong to the state anymore, that she right. didn't belong to the government anymore, that that, that oppression, oppression that came with her belonging to the government, right. um, it was, like, immediately lifted. Yeah. And... We, we left her school and went immediately to the other girls' schools and took them all out. And we absolutely loved, we have, over the years, we have absolutely loved the freedom that it gave us to educate however it was that we saw fit. Yeah. And it also gave them, the older kids, it gave them education continuity because we moved so much throughout your career that it gave them the opportunity to just continue on with the same exact classes, same exact courses. Was it perfect? Absolutely not. Was it good? Yes. Did it, did it check all the boxes? A hundred percent. Yeah. And we were not, you and I were not subject to 
that environment either in that system. Yeah. And so Michaela did go to first grade because we were, I was more me probably was just concerned because she's basically an only child at that point because everyone else was growing up and, and moving out yeah. of, and flying out the nest. And so with an only, it concerned me that she would just be the only person at home and we together, like, you know, she's, she's a go be with people and not necessarily in a school situation, but that was one that was, that worked and let's just see how it does work. And it did okay for the first couple of years, but first grade just didn't go great. And she had, a, she did have, she had a wonderful teacher. She had really, really good friends, but it just, it just led us down that path of maybe we should go ahead and just pull her out. She was in second grade and see how this goes. Yeah. And absolutely loved it. Um, she and I worked together every day. We had, we had a great time. That was a really great year. And then COVID happened. And so that wasn't as great of a year. <laughs> it wasn't as great of a year, but the COVID but it didn't change our life. It didn't change either. our life at all. I mean, like some every, of the extracurricular stuff was different for you. But yeah. like, as far as you know, a lot of kids that were already were in school were then sent home. Like for you, that didn't that didn't really change, right. did it? No, no, not at all. It was uh, disappointing to me to have to go away from my extracurriculars. Yeah, um, like my co-op. I went to church on Wednesdays to see my friends. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, that was disappointing for me because I really enjoyed that. Um, mm -hmm. After that, we kind of let off of those things, um, which was disappointing for me as a kid. Sure. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of kids went through that during yeah. the COVID time when they couldn't go to school that they were normal, they were used to, and all the activities that people just had to miss. That was just, that was not a fun year. No. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Um, so you have been homeschooled for quite some time now. We've lived in Missouri. We've done a myriad of different styles. We've done different curriculums. We've done just trying out what works best for you and what works best for us Yeah. and, uh, and the things that we have to do. Um, really pulled back from a lot of the just curriculums for a while, uh, especially during... Um, moving and building and setting up a farm. We did some other things. Um, but now we've kind of tapped back into and really like, I like the curriculum that you're working on right now. We use master books, highly recommend it. Um, it's a Charlotte Mason style of curriculum. If you go to masterbooks.com, if you're interested, um, what are your thoughts on your curriculum right now? It's, it's, re it's really good. Um, I enjoy it a lot. It, it makes it very easy for me to understand the topics that they're talking about. They, uh, they explain it in a very helpful, helpful way to me. Um, and it's also really nice that both of you can answer my questions, mm -hmm. like with math or with history or reading or not reading. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, it, it really, it really helps having someone there and, I don't usually have to ask too many questions with just normal everyday school, yeah. which is really nice. Good. Cool. Well, that's good to hear. <laughs> and what would you, what's your favorite subject? 
My favorite subject is science. Okay. I find it very interesting. Yeah, I did too when I was in school. Yeah. I loved science. Yeah. And if you had to pick a least favorite, what mm, would you... I don't really have a least favorite. I just have not the best ones. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't necessarily like history. Mm-hmm. Um, the book is fun to read. Okay. Um... Sometimes it can be difficult. It get difficult for me sometimes. Um, way rather do science than history. <laughs> <laughs> that is so fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so our transition from the D.C. area from Maryland, where we were homeschooling, into Missouri, mm-hmm. then we had to do research, figure out the laws. What you know? What is what is what are what are Missouri's laws for homeschooling? Are they friendly to homeschooling? Are they hostile to homeschooling? Like the, <laughs> you can find both in in different states across the country. This is very friendly. Yeah. To me, having homeschooled um, in multiple states, um, it is super friendly. You have to do some record keeping. Um, keep up with your hours. Make sure that you. Teach them math, science, reading, social studies. I think I'm getting all of that <laughs> yeah. with my four books. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So one of the one of the cool things is you don't even have to make a declaration in Missouri. Yeah, um, that's right. If you're pulling your child out of a Missouri public school, you mm-hmm. have to let them know that you're doing that so that they don't send a truancy officer out. But um, just moving in, you, there's no declaration required. You just take care of your Student, yeah. you take care of your kids. Like you're free to do the, that. Um, you do have certain subject requirements and yeah. a certain number of hours that you have to um, log each year to to show that the that schooling is going on. Um, but they don't. There's no required books that are um, uh, from books like a bookkeeping. Like yeah. however you record it is fine. Well, coming from Maryland, we had to have. A portfolio with all of their work in it and you had to take it to the people to say yes you did great and look through all of your things and get your stuff checked off here yeah. you have to keep track of it but they don't nobody comes and looks you don't take it to the school system and show them you don't have to there's no off there's no homeschooling officer within the public school system like we dealt with in maryland yeah and then in alabama it had to be a certified teacher so we had yeah. to come under a an umbrella an umbrella school right in order to homeschool right. at all. Yeah. And so in Missouri, another thing is you don't, there are no um, teacher certification requirements. Right. No standardized testing requirements. Mm-mm. No, you can just teach your kids. Yeah. I wasn't aware that, and of course, in my later or my younger years, I wasn't aware that you had to log in anything at all. Yeah, you do. That's that's interesting to me. Some yeah. states at the government level, at the school board level, mandatory records prove to me that you're teaching your kid and show me what they've learned. I feel like that is understandable to make mm. sure that they are getting the education necessary to go on with their life. In their adult years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, like we said, in Missouri, there are specific subjects that have to be taught. Reading, math, social studies, language arts. Mm-hmm. Once you get up into high school, then it includes science, history, civics, literature, 
and then the U.S. and Missouri constitutions must be taught in high school. Mm -hmm. So, um, as Michaela highlights, not a bad thing to say that these subjects are required, Mm -hmm. um, but I do think that the way that, that they have it set up to keep track of things really leaves it up to the parents to where they have the freedom to do what what needs to be done. So they do also offer dual enrollment in Missouri, as along with most other states. Some states it's, you have to pay to play, and some states you, it's completely free in the state of Florida, where we lived when one of our daughters was actually coming on to through high school. Um, she was able to go and get her AA for free and graduated high school with her AA at 18. Uh, here you have to pay a little bit of money, but it's still super affordable. So you are you do. By the way, we were discussing your life today, and you qualify, <laughs> or you can qualify. Oh, good. When you're in high school, to be a high school student taking college classes. I've heard I've heard of that before. Um, I'm really interested in it and wanting to go deeper into that and maybe do it whenever I'm at that age. Cool. That's good. And the, the different schools have different requirements. So some require you to be 16, some require you to be in ninth grade. So it would just depend on what what school we were looking at would be the, the when we would be able to do something like that. But it's actually not too far in the future. It is not. No. I mean, you're, yeah, it's yeah. not far at all. No. Stop growing up. Right. So... What kind of freedoms does homeschooling and flexibilities does it give to you in your life? Well, I am glad that you asked that question because there are so many. Are there? Yes. Do tell. Do tell. So having the availability to take a day, go to my friend's house, Mm -hmm. take a day, go to the park, go to the pool, Mm -hmm. being able to just... Being able to not be on a certain schedule is really nice. Mm -hmm. Whenever we're busy with other things, I don't have to show up on a certain time to school and not be available to help. Um, And it's it's really nice. Like, I can take breaks if I get overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. I can go eat lunch, come back, finish it, go hang out outside. Right. Go sit on my swing, you know. Mm -hmm. And being able to just get up is really nice and I don't have to ask to go to the bathroom Mm -hmm. I don't have to ask to get up and go hang out Mm -hmm. I just do and then come back to it Mm -hmm. as long as I come back to it everything's fine Mm -hmm. right so that's that's really nice um not having to go on a school bus oh into into a building unfamiliar building and Mm -hmm. sit there for hours yeah so tell us about a day a day in the life of Michaela a day in the life of Michaela such an exciting day (laughs) depends on the day (laughs) well there you go it does depend on the day so talk us through a day when you don't take a day off talk us through a day when you work on the farm and you do your things well uh, I'll get up around 7 36 in the morning um, get up, go do, go, uh, feed animals. Some, some mornings I'll be able to hang out with my sister, Mm -hmm. um, which is really nice. I really enjoy doing that. Um, uh, some mornings I'm a little bit cranky, but. Aren't we all? Aren't we all? (laughs) Um, after I am done doing, uh, morning rounds, I'll come in, uh, cook me some breakfast, 
go sit in my room, go hang out. Once I'm done with that, I will usually go back out, give it, give all, give, give all the animals water, um, uh, get the duck eggs in the mornings, get chicken eggs. Uh, after, after that, I'll usually come down, come, come back inside, come do school. Um, that usually takes me about an hour, two hours, depending on the, on the day and how, how much I have to do. Some, some days it's a lot more than others. Mm -hmm. Um, but after that, I usually have the day to just hang out, do my chores, do the things that I personally need to do for myself and my happiness and my pet's happiness, um, and comfort. But after that, it's really just do rounds and go to bed. You mentioned your pet. What, my what pet. is that? I have a pet rabbit named Zulu. Oh yeah? Yeah. What kind of rabbit? He is a lion head rabbit. Very, very pretty, fluffy. Uh, he has gotten sweeter over time. Mm -hmm. uh, he has his own little corner in my room. Yes, he does. Uh, that I clean often. Yeah, yes, he does. Try do. to keep it under control mm -hmm. so that it doesn't get too bad. Uh, whenever I leave for a bunch of days, and usually I'll come home and I'm like, well, I'm going to do that tomorrow. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, uh, he's really easy to maintain, uh, give him water, food, hay, of course. Um, yeah. So compare for me, you talked about the feeling that you had, especially on those nights when you had your computer class the next day when you were in first grade, and that you, you called it a gut feel. And anxiety. I, I think we all know what that gut feel feels like when you have anxiety dread. or something that dread, you yes. dread that you know is about to happen and there's nothing you can do to stop it. Yeah. So compare that feeling um, to now when you go to bed. Do you have that feeling to wake up? Not usually, no. Um, yeah. On some days whenever I... Uh, just in general, some days I go to bed with that feeling for no absolute reason, but <laughs> yeah. that's just a me problem. Uh, but I don't have that feeling very often going to bed. And... That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I get it like before ta belt testing, taekwondo. Ah. Ah. Um, so tell us about taekwondo. Ah, very fun. I am a red belt in taekwondo and, uh, I used, I used to be a purple belt in, in Maryland. Um, which was very fun, very fun doing. So red belt, you're about to test for a brown belt, which is one away from black, I which I so. am very, very excited for. Yeah. So you're about to test for brown, mm -hmm. like in about a month or two. Uh, in November. And, and you're testing in November next month. Hopefully, hopefully I'll. So I'll you'll get, get a different it. color gi. You'll be wearing a black gi. Yes. Yeah. Gi is our uniform. Uh, -huh. uh in summer times it's just pants in winter they require us to wear um a top a top mm. which gets annoying whenever they don't heat up the room uh. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah uh you can uh take certain uh, take take a certain course i should say uh so that you can get a sh a shirt oh. to so you, that you can wear it in top shirt key season uh -huh. <laughs> okay so what are the, some of the things that you get out of Taekwondo? Self-defense, uh, main, mainly self-defense, patience, being able to 
hang out with my friends is really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, that doesn't really count, though. Uh, oh, it counts huge. It, it, really? it's, yeah, yeah, it's very it's important. part of your social, right? Yeah. So we, we think it counts huge. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> uh, mainly self-defense. Um, it's really important to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very fun for me. It's like my sister and dancing. It's, it's my thing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it just feels like where I belong. I can wait. I can wake up every Thursday and feel like I can go there, and just do. Yeah. Practice. That's cool. Do and it's not the same level as school, which is really nice. Um, it's a, there's a lot more freedom in Taekwondo than than school. Right. Meaning like a grade level. Is yeah. Um, sometimes. Uh, there's an a- academic patch mm-hmm. that you can get on the back. It is for A plus grades, better better grades. But other than that, it's just a very nice place to go to and learn how to. So you've defend. had some challenges in Taekwondo. Belt testing is quite an intense uh, experience <laughs> for anyone to go through. They get two or three of them out there and they start doing forms and it's something to watch because they're all doing a different thing. It's not, I cheered, I danced, I did stuff, but we're doing stuff with other people. It's a choreographed thing. Yeah, it's very choreographed. And so you can kind of watch on other people to keep up with what we're doing (laughs) if you happen to forget. But they're all, your guys are all doing something at completely different, trying to keep up with what you're doing. And I'm just, I'm always amazed at you guys. Yeah. But it's a mental very mental. Um, I struggle from anxiety with that sort of thing and a lot of other things. If it, mm-hmm. if it really means a lot to me, that, that means a great deal to me. Um, so I get really stressed out about it. Uh-huh. Usually I will, I'll be okay. I'll be fine until I get out there and then I'll mess up one thing. It only has to be one. And I, and I break down because then my brain starts rushing and running and, um, I've passed every time, which is which is good. Um, but so what do you do to overcome like, oh, it? Obviously, you you do something to overcome it. What do you do? A what lot of tools. Last belt testing, I didn't I did I didn't do very good on that. Um, mm-hmm. But usually, I will try to remind myself that they are not looking for perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a pretty perfectionist kind of person, <laughs> so I feel like I need to. You're welcome. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he is. I'm not a perfectionist. <laughs> yeah. I'm good enough. <laughs> I try to I try to remind myself that I am just being the best that I can do. Um my teachers have said or my friends have said that they've heard my teachers brag about me on on some tests. Mm-hmm. Whenever I didn't in my heart I feel like I didn't do good. Mm. Like my last test, I didn't do good, but my teacher bragged about me, yeah. which I find interesting. Yeah. Um, but what I do to overcome it is try to like ground myself, because mm-hmm. whenever I start going up there, I go high. <laughs> I'm in the clouds, okay. so I have to ground myself and remember that I am doing the best that I can and everyone else is doing the best that they can. No one out there is perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, And they didn't come here just to mess up either. 
No, no, no. Everyone, everyone's going for a reason. Right. And yeah. We try to fulfill that reason as best as we possibly can. Mm-hmm. That's wow. cool. That's yeah. cool. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. This is a great conversation. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> You're something else. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Taekwondo is very, very, uh, very fun for me. And it, it gives me a lot of opportunities to socialize uh, with my peers, <laughs> I should say. Yeah. Um, and just be with my friends, go hang out, uh, get to kick my leg up in the air. Exercise, like I just don't keep care. healthy. Exercise. Yeah. Um, you should see how fast I can do 20 push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, definitely keep healthy. Uh, stay strong, lifting buckets as well. Right. Yeah. For feed buckets. Feed buckets. Um, so that, that's sore. a good that's a good lead in. Talk to me a little bit about practical skills that you're able to learn in because, my everyday life. In everyday life because you do you are not spending your time in a school building. Yeah, that's a very that's a very important question for homeschoolers. Um being able to live on a farm is very nice because I learn animal husbandry. I can I can move animals by myself mm-hmm. if necessary. If you guys are gone, if Becca's yeah. gone, I'm by myself. I can take care of the animals mm-hmm. um, very, very well, I should say. I can just put them in a pasture and I, I can put a fence around them. Not yeah. not fast, but I can. I can right. do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Having the ability to grow my own food is really nice in the case of global things yeah. happening. Um, being able to garden. I know how to garden very well. Uh, I have succulents as well yes, that do. I keep alive. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, basically doing the garden mm-hmm. uh, with help, of course, yeah. but not a lot. Um, knowing how to grow my own food. I know how to take care of chickens, ducks, guineas, <laughs> uh, cows, sheep, all of most of most of the farm animals. Um, yeah. Uh, you mentioned you mentioned before that you cook your breakfast. Yeah, uh, most times I'll make pancakes for myself. Um, I don't follow. I don't follow their diet. I am <laughs> <laughs> their lifestyle, I should say, because yeah. you don't call it a diet. Um, I just I go with the flow most times. Uh, I'll I'll come back in. They're usually out milking because I'm fast and I like to go fast in the morning to get it done. Uh, I'll come in. I'll bake like two dozen pancakes. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so learning how to cook. Learning how to cook. Yeah, that, that's very important. Um, I think I could definitely cook a meal, a healthy meal, not just ramen, which I do enjoy. Um, <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, I can cook a healthy and sustainable meal by myself if if necessary. That's true. That's true. And having, like, I can, I can cook sausage, which is easy, put some bacon grease in a pan and chop it up, put it in there. Uh, <laughs> I'm really good at cooking vegetables, like, yeah. Uh, skillet wise, um, yeah. I've I have watched other people make food. I um I've taken mental note of mm-hmm. it. Like whenever he uh does 
like grill and skillets and stuff like yeah. Asian Asian food I really enjoy as well um I have I have uh learned over time how to I think make a yeah. pretty good Asian meal I agree I agree <laughs> well what you're you're great. awesome kid you are you. you are awesome okay advantages and challenges talk about pros and cons what is pros what are the what are the good things what are the bad things are there highlights are there lowlights like homeschooling in general homeschooling. so yeah goods homeschooling and, goods and bads um yeah that, that that that's also a good question um uh, pros are being able to be outside going around uh cons are uh especially uh challenging days like moving days can sometimes be stressful for all of us animal moving animal moving oh, okay. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. sorry um can be challenging for all of us sheep days are usually not the best mm -hmm. uh there's usually a lot of whenever it's hot especially uh so you're talking about the farming aspects yeah the pros and am cons. i supposed to no, yeah, oh. any, yeah, you go wherever you want to. I think he was kind of getting more at the, home, back to the homeschooling, homeschooling subject. What, the pros, what would be the pros of homeschooling, and then what would be your cons? My cons. Um, so, pros of homeschooling, of course, are freedom, getting up, doing whatever you want, taking breaks. I, I already talked about all of those things. Those are mm -hmm. mostly my pros. Um, cons are not having a specifically set schedule hmm. which is also nice to not have a set schedule. it's it's very different it's a balance um it's so like i feel unstable sometimes hmm. like not like just going to do it but also i feel like if i have to go do something that puts pressure on me so it, it's it's really a balance yeah. between I would like a schedule feeling. and a routine but I also don't want to do it. Can't handle it. Too much. Procrastinate. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't procrastinate if I don't have a schedule. Yeah. Mm. Um. <laughs> uh, we do let you kind of be the boss of you, other than yeah. get up in the morning and come and help us. I think so, I do a pretty good job at bossing myself around. I think you do a great job. You do a great days. job. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I let myself go a little bit. Um, better or worse days yeah. um i a lot of times i need to take a day for a mental break mm -hmm. because i'll get very social battery might get it gets low i'm grumpy i have to just go take a day mm -hmm. anywhere just just i'm i'm i'm, I'm by in myself in your swing in my swing mm -hmm. and that that rejuvenates me and that makes me have a better attitude mood um in in every situation hmm especially with homeschooling. Mm -hmm. So being able being able to really take that day is really necessary for me, I feel. And not like in schools whenever your only day is Saturday and Sunday, and those days are usually occupied by chores. Right. Yeah, same. What, what do you think from a parent's perspective? Hmm. I don't know if, I don't know if I have any cons anymore about homeschooling. I really don't. Not I, I used to. I used to think a little bit on the social side. The high, once the kids get into high school, I enjoyed school a lot. Um, the social aspect of it with being involved with a whole bunch of extracurricular activities. But 
I don't feel that way anymore just because things have changed so much. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't, I'm not, I have none of those feelings anymore. I don't really have any cons. I always want to make sure that they're getting everything that they need, not because the they, proverbial they say that they need it or that they might be behind, behind what, yeah. you know? And so I'm, I'm, I'm totally over that, but I do want to make sure that they have the necessary tools in order to go do the thing that it is that they want to do sure. with their life in the future. That's my only, my only, that's my main concern. Do you have what you need? Are you getting what you need in order to be able to be self-educated so that you can go do the thing? Yeah. So that would be my only thing. And my, my, my pros are because I get to be with them. Hmm. What is your perspective on the homeschooling? I can't imagine putting you back in public school. Really? No, I, I wouldn't do it. Really? Um, mm-hmm. I, I think... I think we would go to a different state if we had to. Really? I, I feel that strongly about it. Wow. Um, I, I really don't like it. Um, I, I don't like, for the most part, I don't like where they're going with the education, mm. um, especially with the social things. Oh. So it's, um, it, it's a hard no for me oh, on, okay. the, on the public school thing. So it would, um, that, that's a... That's a big no. So for for me, the the pros of homeschooling far far, <laughs> far outweigh anything that could be considered a con. Um, and like like your mom, I, I don't I don't really see any cons to the to the homeschooling. Um, so for me, for me, all pros. Good, good. Um, so I'm the only one with cons but I guess that I guess that not really cons. Oh, I said I used to have cons I just think times have changed enough and I've been doing it long enough from my perspective that there really aren't any I guess you're, it's, you're allowed to yeah. say that oh yeah not I, everything is perfect I mean oh, yeah. like and I I'm I don't want you to feel like we think that it is we no. we totally understand and I I absolutely understand the things that you were saying just for me the the pros so far outweigh whatever the cons would be oh, definitely that definitely. it's it's like what, what yeah. whatever um yeah, yeah uh yeah. In, in public school in first grade having to go home and that would usually be most most people's rest time like coming home from work you get to go sit down watch tv spend time with your spouse or whoever um but whenever you're in school, a lot of times you have to go home and sit on your desk and do homework and mm-hmm. all those things. And as a first grader, I, I really didn't enjoy that. That overwhelmed me a lot um, to where it was like a dreaded part of the day. And now yeah. it's all homework. Now, now it's all homework. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, now it's all homework. Um, but it doesn't have the same weight. Yeah. Because... Homework for public school is like it's a part of your grades. It's a part of what you learned. Oh yeah. But that's... right there, I can I can study for as long as I feel necessary. Yeah. For what I'm specifically working on. So um, speaking of that, um, how with your aspirations <laughs> with your aspirations into the future? How do you feel homeschooling is preparing you? And do you have what, like, yeah, I know you're 11 and things are going to change 
the world is changing so fast with technology right yeah. now. We don't even know what the future really is going to be like, but what sort of um, aspirations do you have as we sort of kind of wrap this up? And how do you, how are you going to use homeschooling to your advantage? So I think, I think mostly for homeschooling for me is there's a lot of memories like that really, you don't have to, Go to therapy for homeschooling most times. <laughs> um, That's good. Fair. Yeah, for most times, but you know, not, mm -hmm. not the same for everyone. Uh, but uh, I'm I'm interested in cosmetology and having the interactions with humans, mm. being able to talk to people, yeah. and not like sitting at a desk, not being able to talk to your friends. Isn't the best. So being able to talk to people, um, go into their life like chat. I've been working on doing nails. Mine are chippy right now, but uh, I'm really also interested in science, like I said a little bit ago. Um, I'm also interested in being a zoologist, I think that's what it's called. Mm -hmm. okay. uh, mainly focusing on mammals. Uh, wolves are my kind of my thing right yeah. now, um, and I think will always be. Uh, so I think homeschooling will really play a, a specific part into that. Because in school, you can't free will study. I feel like with homeschooling, if I need to just focus on one thing, like I can say, oh, I'm good on these right now. I'm yeah. good on these for my level right now. Um, I can go take a month and focus on this one thing. I don't have to stick, I don't have to stick with uh, the teachers or the school's program. Uh, I get to do my own thing, really focus on my aspirations as an adult. That's cool. That is cool. Um, how about a did you know? Oh, yeah. Man. It kind of it kind of rolls into it. We could sit here yeah, talk all night. Sure. Um, yeah, this has been great. Our soundboard is acting weird. We're, we'll have to see what's going on. Okay, so the, the did you know this week is current as of September twelfth of twenty three, and it's on the homeschool front. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, this is an article uh, in The Hill by Lexi Lonis, and it is a, a bit of um, a, I don't know if you would call it shocking, but the, the, what the article is talking <laughs> about is that homeschoolers aren't necessarily huge fans of the school choice wins that are happening in the Republican states. So um, some highlights from the article. School choice advocates have had a successful year implementing new policies in Republican-led states, but uh, there are concerns, especially from the homeschoolers. The most, or the biggest concern is the government getting involved in what has been dubbed education freedom has sent chills down the spines of some homeschool backers. Homeschoolers worry some of the more popular school choice programs are getting implemented, such as education savings accounts, will become a Trojan horse to the government getting more say in how they educate their children at home. We've long had a policy position against public funding of private homeschooling for a variety of reasons. One of the main reasons is that the strength of private homeschooling has been the fact that we have stayed private in very important respects and not been dependent on government funding. That was a quote from James Mason, the president of Homeschool Legal Defense Association. That has spawned an incredibly broad and diverse kind of homeschooling ecosystem where we've created a whole new kind of education. 
education freedom that didn't exist 40 years ago. So we're very leery of government involvement through funding that would roll that kind of freedom. Uh, new programs have fueled worries for some homeschoolers who believe that if parents start taking government money, then the government can add conditions on how or what they teach. The proverbial strings. Yeah. Uh, it ends by saying our goal is to protect the liberty of parents to choose so we're on the lookout for additional regulations that may come along with money. We all know about purse strings. Yeah. So, so if you're not familiar with it, the Home School Defense... Sorry. Homeschool Legal Defense Association. Uh, go to their website if you are interested in homeschooling and start diving in there. They, you can go to your state. You can look up all the rules and regulations from your state. This organization has been absolutely um, key to creating homeschool freedom across this entire nation and have defended homeschool parents for years. And it's a lot easier to homeschool these days. Yeah. And we, we really just want to keep it that way. Yep. They have fought hard for the last 40 years. So many people homeschooled their kids in secret. Yeah. And that you don't have to anymore. That's right. And we want to make sure that it stays that way. And I think they're, they're concerned. And I understand it. Yay, school choice. But at the same time, but if I start taking money from the federal government, yeah, I, like this is this is one that is easy for me. Like no. the, you, you look at even some of the states like Idaho, there are a lot of places that Idaho does not take federal funding mm -hmm. because they don't want the strings attached to that federal funding. Right. Um, Missouri, there are things where Missouri does not do what the right. federal government wants them to do. So they don't get the funding that right. other states get. This one is one and it. I, I hadn't really thought about it. I, I, you know, in thinking about it, like, man, I wish that they would give out vouchers or something so that we could do what we wanted to do. Um, but I, I don't think I like thinking about it, looking at this, right. I wouldn't, wait, wait a minute. I, no, 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 I, no, I wouldn't, no, no. I wouldn't take it because if it, mm -hmm. what, you, you know, it will, it will come with strings attached on, on now you must and, right. and you can't. Right. And uh, like not interested. Turn in your. Not interested. Turn in your proof that you used your money that we gave you. Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm good. Yeah. I, this is. The, if I use federal funding and I want to use it and I want to use a Christian based curriculum, can I do that? I, right. Mm, no, thanks. Because the one we use is a Christian based program. Yeah. And I don't know that I would be able to use the federal government's school choice money or the state government's full school choice money, school choice money through their ESAs. No. Yeah. You, you open yourself up to, you do, you, you know, do. like, I, like, let's just think about this before yeah. you, everybody gets, yay, we can choose what we want. You can already choose what you want. You can homeschool. You can choose. Yeah. Um, now, getting vouchers for private schools and all that, I, I don't know. And so the, the way that, that they were talking about it in the article, the win is allow for homeschooling. Mm -hmm. Leave us alone. Yeah. 
And if you want to do vouchers that include private schools and other such right. things, go ahead and do that as well. Right. But leave the homeschool alone. Yeah. I absolutely understand the argument, though. We pay taxes. Yeah. And the majority of property owners, we, we pay a tax. We pay to, We all are all property owners. We pay taxes, and those taxes go to education. They go to the school systems to the tunes of millions and millions and millions of dollars. And if you're a homeschooler and you're a homeowner, you're paying taxes for some uh, for a system you're not even using. I would rather do that than have the government tell me what I can do in my homeschool. Okay. Um. Sorry, kind of no, going bust off topic. Um, a lot of my a lot of my friends are homeschooled. Uh, I don't know a lot of people who aren't right now. Um, yeah, and they seem to like it a lot. Yeah, just cool. In general. Yeah. Um, and I I know several people who have gone back to public school because their homeschooling environment wasn't ideal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so yeah. Cool. Yeah, so th- I, I think you're you're thinking back to as we were talking about pros and cons, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. you you yeah. there was one that you wanted to add, yeah. yeah. And so a, a potential con to homeschooling that might even lead kids to public school to choose a public school right. is mm-hmm. there are there are times when maybe it just, it just doesn't work out. Yeah, mm-hmm. not not all people are. Necessarily not fit for homeschool, but not all people um, have the best like area, or not all times they want to do it, so it doesn't go as well, or right. they they're focusing, yeah, they're focusing on other things. A lot mm-hmm. of people need a specific set schedule, which I understand yeah. a lot. Um, being able to wake up in the morning, get mm-hmm. get dressed, get ready, yeah. go, yeah, for sure, um, is nice. Uh, but yeah, some, sometimes homeschooling doesn't work for for, for everyone. Yeah, yeah, that's an important true. point. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's wrap this up, Michaela. Thank you for taking time out of your very very busy, busy day, busy schedule. How brave! <laughs> and being so brave, you did an amazing job. Thank yeah, you. very proud of you. Really, yeah. really brave. I think to, you've got a knack to do this. this. You'll yeah. have to come back. Okay. Yeah. I'll make this sure was come back. this was fun. I learned. Good. I learned too. You really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This was really cool. I, I really appreciate you doing this Good. with us. Yeah. And next week, uh, we mentioned having Rebecca this week. Plan is that that will happen next week. Yeah. And um, with Rebecca, I really believe that we're going to get a story that's going to end with hope. Oh, and where yeah. this one, I, I said, you know, we're talking freedom really in homeschooling. Mm-hmm. And next week, Next week, we're going to see hope. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think you're going to see it like in a person. Absolutely. Which is yeah. which is really freedom. That's, that's a good point. To hope. Yeah. Yeah, yeah really for sure. Good. Yes. Well, thank you guys for watching and listening. And our community is growing. We are gaining more subscribers, which is super awesome. Uh, com- lots of comments, lots of engagement. And... We just, we love where this is going. We're having a lot of fun with it, more than anything. And we've kind of got something in store for next week. Um, I'm telling y'all, so my, things might be a little different. Can I be can I be honest with you guys for a second? Yeah. I uh, have never thought that you guys would be doing this right now. Having yeah. microphones on our head, cameras <laughs> in our faces. Yeah. <laughs> or, sorry, microphones. 
in your faces. In our yeah. faces. Yeah. Um, I never thought that was ever going to really happen going with what you guys yeah. have really done. And yeah. What do you do? Are you good with it? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Okay. Cool. You, right. you, do you need approval? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It's good don't. that you like it. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, if you're watching and and you like it enough, please subscribe, hit that like button, share it with and share with it. Folks. Yeah, if, if you if it's good, put it on your social media. If you like it, tag somebody in it, share it with them. If it's a subject that you think that someone would be interested in, yeah, that'll really help out the channel. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. All right. Well, until next week. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Bye.